I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, our service members, and first responders who die or are severely injured in the line of duty, as well as homeless veterans. These are heroes we all owe a debt of gratitude to. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responders, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us. We're honoring the men and women who risk their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Not to mention there are dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, puretalk.com slash clay to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Hour two of Clay and Buck starts right now. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We have much to discuss this hour. COVID is something that we're all hoping would be gone by now, at least as a policy matter. It's it's now endemic, meaning within the population. It's going to keep mutating. It'll be around. People get it. They're almost always fine if they are, you know, under a certain age range and are in relatively good health. I mean, both of my parents, for example, have recently had COVID. They're both 65 and up, and they were both fine. So plenty of people get COVID and come through it with no problems, even who are in uh, are in the seniors range. Now, there are some things to talk about with regard to uh lingering policies i wanted to get to that but first because there are places that look we just talked about the possible return of masks on planes which i i honestly am still furious at the imbeciles uh who thought that was a good idea necessary and really the the worst enforcers of covid mania that i can imagine that i i ever encountered were airline attendants Flight attendants with mask policy. I mean, they were telling people that you have to mask up between sips. You're taking too long. I mean, they really, it was like a Milgram experiment. They enjoyed giving electric shocks to passengers because they're emotionally crippled loons who enjoyed their power a little too much. Okay. But they weren't the only ones who were emotionally shattered by an aerosolized virus that 
ended up being not nearly as bad as we were led to believe. Steven Spielberg, Clay mentioned this. We didn't play this audio, did we? I'm not, no, not we have first time. Yeah. Steven Spielberg, um, who I, I, okay, before we get to this, Clay, the best, the best Steven Spielberg movie in your mind is. Oh, man. For you. Not, yeah, not, yeah, not no, like I the mean, greatest, you know, I mean, the one that you love the most. So I would probably say, I mean, I think Jurassic Park, just from a pure entertainment perspective, is really difficult to uh, is really difficult to beat. And then I think the question becomes, you know, the, the Spielberg Lucas combos, the Indiana Jones movies, I think, are probably as entertaining of a trilogy, just pure entertainment as has ever been made. Um, so can I? Kind of answer all four of those. Yeah, Spielberg's I mean, not the official director of Indiana Jones, is he? Um, I have. Uh, I. I mean, he's. I think. He I know was. it's he and Lucas were like executive producer yeah. slash director like combo there. I mean, I, I would say for me, if you're looking for the best from a cinema perspective, I think you have to go probably Schindler's List. Although Saving Private Ryan is one of the, in my mind, one of the five best war movies ever made i'd put it in my top five i think that uh jurassic park and jaws are two perfect perfect entertainment movies like for what they are they're two of the and and you got to throw et in there too so look they got indiana jones amazing trilogy back to the future you might put right up there alongside jaws and jurassic park back to the future did he uh, hold on. He might have just been a producer. I'm looking at a list right now. Producer of Back to the Future. I'm producer looking at his list right now. Sorry. So I, I'm looking at the full list because sometimes he was a producer, executive. Like, so he did Indiana Jones: The Last Crusade. I understand some of you out there are in disagreement. I think that's the best of the Indiana Jones movies. Buck, he did Jurassic Park and Schindler's List in the same year. Is that they were both released in 1993? That has to be. The greatest film release combo in the same year in movie history. And you talk about range. I mean, as you mentioned, uh, Jurassic Park. By the way, Spielberg was even, he was executive producer on Gremlins. I mean, he's been involved in, which I think is kind of an underrated classic for what it is. Mogwai and the whole thing was great. Anyway, amazing director. And so we celebrate his artistic achievement. Not somebody you want to talk to about COVID, though. Here he is saying, he actually thought it was an Ellie extinction level event. Play 19. Also was terrified that this was an end of days, an epic level event. And mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, a, a, a extinction level event that was happening to the world. By the time Tony and I sat down to seriously start engaging in discussions about writing this, we'd already lost 250,000 Americans to COVID. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't know. And I, I, and I actually was saying to Katie and my family, if there was one thing I wanted to leave behind, if I got a chance to make one more movie, what would that movie be? And and without even blinking, it was going to be the story. So, Clay, go ahead. I, I, the quotes are even worse than that, by the way. Um, he talked about buying in. I was. This is a quote from, from uh, Spielberg. I was riveted to the Fauci reports. I was riveted at the time to what all the anchors were saying on the different news outlets and all the experts that were coming out and the denial from the White House that this wasn't so bad. It was just like a passing flu epidemic, Spielberg explained. Uh, Buck. This is a guy who bought into everything Fauci said that was smart enough 
to otherwise be able to overlook this and maybe look at the data. I mean, Spielberg's a genius, right? But yet he was, he subscribed to the COVID fear porn of Fauci to his negative personal health, right? He thought the world was going to end. Well, this is why there's there's something, there's a, a big emotional component to uh, COVID catastrophism. There's a big political tribal allegiance component to it. You know, I'm a Democrat. I'm a Washington Post subscriber. I take the virus seriously, right? Yeah. That all came, it became politically tribal as well um, because you had very smart people who were very, very wrong about this. I mean, even today, Clay, I was in a gym. There was one person in the gym wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. And a friend of mine told me, it's a doctor. I'm like, you're wearing a mask in the gym and you're an MD? Yeah. This is down in Florida, by the way. I'm, I'm looking, I was like, this is crazy town. But look, it's not about IQ. It's about a bunch of other things, including wisdom, judgment, emotional stability, and a willingness to accept when you've been wrong, which I think a lot of people obviously lack on this issue. And uh, that's still very much a problem. With that in mind, I got to bring this up, everybody. Um, Trump is being asked here. Now, Trump pushed Operation Warp Speed. He was in the thick of it with COVID, front lines. Things were crazy. We didn't know how bad it was. All of that is true. And I spoke to Trump in the Oval Office in May of 2020, spent 45 minutes in there with him just talking about a whole range of things. And the things that were on the record were relating to COVID and lockdowns. And he said, no more lockdowns. This was May of 2020. No more lockdowns. I get it. And then, unfortunately, Democrat states went tyrannical. But, Clay, we have a lot of information now on vaccines and also a lot we still have to find out about vaccines. I want everyone to listen to this exchange with former President Trump when he's pushed on the vaccine question. Play 20. Will you acknowledge now, though, that the COVID-19 vaccines were not as safe or effective as we were told by the medical community at the time? Well, what I did is, first of all, there were no mandates with me and right. I had absolutely no mandates. And the governors were allowed to do what they want. Most uh, most Republican governors did the right thing. And. Most Democrat governors didn't, you know, with the lockdowns and all the other things they did, including uh, their views of the vaccine. What I did, I was able to get something approved that, you know, has proven to save a lot of lives. Some people say I saved 100 million lives worldwide. But I was able to get that done in nine months versus uh, versus five years to 12 years, if it ever got. This is the only thing, Clay, that I can think of, the only issue with the former president who we both voted for, respect, root for, and I still think is very possibly going to be the Republican nominee. And we'll push with everything we've got to, you know, make sure that he defeats Joe or <laughs> Joe Biden or whoever it is that he would face. This is the only thing that comes up with Trump where even his some of his most ardent supporters, uh, they kept, there's a little static. There's a little bit of a disconnect because he still seems to think and still says it repeatedly. The vaccines were wildly successful. I think we have to look at the data here, and I think we got to get somebody that speaks to President Trump about what we now know about these vaccines. This is the only thing I can point to that Trump, in my opinion, is 100% wrong on. I mean, there are a lot of things where you can say, hey, I might agree with parts of it or disagree as, as anybody could out there. I think Trump's argument that 100 million lives were saved by these COVID shots is crazy. Um, I think Trump has bought in unfortunately, to a lot of the propaganda about how many people died of COVID. Again, I think suddenly CNN is saying, oh, there's a difference between died with COVID and died of COVID. And I don't think Trump is aware, and this is what I'm afraid of. Our friend Alex Berenson, he has been right on almost everything COVID, Buck. 
the data on excess mortality all over the world now in the countries that most aggressively took these COVID shots is looking really bad. And what I mean by that is people are dying at rates that they should not be dying of in a natural, normal, historic environment. And you could initially say, well, this is COVID. It's a brand new virus. People are dying of this. And maybe that number ticks up in 2020 and 2021. Buck, 2022, we had more excess mortality in 2022 than we did in 2020 or 2021 in these COVID-shotted countries. And it's happening even in places where there wasn't very much COVID, New Zealand, Australia, you know, where they basically locked down and kept their people from getting COVID. Because one of the arguments you'll hear is, well, that's because a lot of people got COVID. No, I'm afraid that it's directly connected to these shots. And if Trump is going to win the nomination, at some point he's going to have to have a come-to-Jesus moment on this data buck. This is this is something and look if if you think um if you think we're missing this by all means you can let us know great way to do it is become a VIP subscriber at clayandbuck.com send us an email if you don't want to call in but this is the only thing where I can think of people who I know and have been listening to me listening to us now for for a long time uh will say Trump's got he he's got to see the light on this one uh the vaccines operation warp speed was an amazing achievement at the time in terms of government moving regulation out of the way but it was all on big pharma to get this done and it failed okay we need to be honest about that because they're still pushing these vaccines yeah and they're still you know if you go into davos right now they're they're saying they got pharma execs there i think from moderna just uh, one of them just said you know the problem is that there was free and open political debate in the united states so not as many people got vaccinated as should have been vaccinated they haven't admitted that this thing was a a total debacle. So we need, you know, we we need the Trumpster. We we got to sit down and talk to him about this at some point. We'll do it on the show. But I, look, he's right when he says, you know, I wasn't for mandates. I, all of that is true, but the shots did not work as advertised. That's not his fault. He didn't. He wasn't sitting there with a Bunsen burner and you know looking at the lab slides and everything else. I'm not saying that, but I think we need to get to him with the messaging here that. The vaccines were not the the savior that the scientific community, including Fauci, promised us they would be. At the time that they came out, Buck, they looked fabulous. They only had 10 months of data. And that is why they usually require 5 or 10 months before they start putting shots in arms, or 5 or 10 years. And unfortunately, we tested these shots on billions of people out there based on relatively minor data. And Buck, let me just add this. I think one reason there was such this obsession with getting shots in arms was because the mainstream media had sold the idea that so many people were dying of COVID exclusively. When the reality is almost everyone from the moment COVID got here, almost everyone who died, died with COVID, right? This is important. Like if you were 90 and you got COVID, you had three or four other COVID comorbidities. There were very few people, Buck, who were 100% healthy. They got COVID, and then they suddenly died. And yet, we were sold on this idea that you're 35 years old. If you get COVID, you're going to die. My wife's in school right now, get finishing her law degree, Buck. Tons of those law students last year were convinced that if they got COVID, they were going to die. They're 22-year-olds. They're super smart. They're like Spielberg. So many people who should have known better bought into this, and it wasn't just based on IQ. It was based on the way that this was sold to them 
I mean, Spielberg thought it was an extinction-level event. It's amazing, Clay, that at Davos right now, and you know, people talk about the World Economic Forum and the global elites, those who go to this forum and the people who are engaged in trying to come up with global governance, COVID was effectively an exercise in global governance yes. because the international elites all collaborated, and whether it's the media or the politicians, collaborated on what should be done, certainly for all the Western countries, right, all of our allied countries. And they're talking about policing misinformation. They collaborated and enforced global governance around COVID that was almost entirely wrong. Yes. And, and they take no lesson from this. At all. They take nothing no lesson from this. Yeah, they, they, they're just fine. They think it was actually a great success for them. All right, folks, what are you going to do with your money, okay? I don't know what's going to happen this year in the markets. I hear things from smart people. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. It could get crushed. It could be just kind of meh. There's inflation out there. The stock market's crazy. The Phoenix Capital Group wants to help you out. They suggest that you take some action today to diversify your investments. Phoenix Capital Group is is introducing investors to high-value oil and gas investments here in the U.S. with current yields which range from 8% to 11% APY, and it's paid monthly. These are corporate bond offerings. They're open to all investors with that annual interest paid every month. Phoenix Capital Group offers live webinars to learn about Phoenix's business structure, ways they offer uh, security for their offerings, risks, and their financials. They host live Q&As where they'll answer all your questions. Sign up at investingwithphx.com or call 323-PHOENIX. That's 323-PHOENIX. Investment in bonds has a certain risk before making investment decisions. You should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Sign up today at investingwithphx.com. That's investingwithphx.com or call 323-PHOENIX. Truth after truth, you can handle the truth. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. 
The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, our service members, and first responders who die or are severely injured in the line of duty, as well as homeless veterans. These are heroes we all owe a debt of gratitude to. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responders, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us. We're honoring the men and women who risk their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Not to mention there are dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Uh, we are rolling through the Wednesday edition of the program. Going to be joined by Congressman Jim Banks in the next segment. He just announced that he's running for the Senate from Indiana. We will discuss that upcoming battle in the Hoosier State in a bit. But first, Dan in Newark, New Jersey, wants to defend Trump on the vaccines. Dan, what you got for us? Hey, I'm, I'm going to defend Trump. Um, I don't think the Democrats would have allowed the country to open up unless they had a vaccine. They figured it would have taken five to 10 years for Trump to come out with a vaccine. He came out with it in nine months. We were able to open up the country. To, to, yeah, I know you guys are in Florida and Tennessee. I'm in New Jersey, and it was horrible here. Think about all the people that he saved from all the kids he saved from suicide. We had kids killing themselves left and right. What, hold, hold, so, Dan, can I can I offer something to you? Because I think I think your point. I, I understand what you're saying, and I don't disagree with what you're saying. It's not that operate. I said Operation Warp Speed was a remarkable government regulatory success to get that done, to get it done at that speed. And I would also agree that it was very necessary just so that we could see what it's like to get somewhat back to normal, right? To sort of break that cycle. But it's been it's going on three years now, my friend, and we have a lot of data on the shots. And Trump seems to think because he keeps saying it, that the shots were remarkably effective. And that's where I think we just it's it's not a huge criticism of him. It's more of a I think that he needs to focus more on the big pharma companies and the Democrat apparatus lying about this stuff and lying about the data as we got it. Um, do you see what I mean? There's a separation there between doing it because we had to versus, well, what happened once it was implemented and looking at the data? We basically have more information now. I also think, Buck, there's a difference between uh, the results of the vaccine now versus what he believed. I just don't think he's aware of how bad the optics have gotten on this and how bad these shots are actually working. I really don't. Uh, none of us are immune from the prospects of a natural disaster. Happens every part of the country. Hurricane, tornadoes, severe flooding, the list can go on. Talk to anybody that's made it through a natural disaster event. They'll tell you just how disruptive things are for days, if not weeks, after. You do your best to be prepared. That's why you got car insurance, why you got health insurance, why you've got home insurance. Why not make sure that you have food security in your home 
in the event of these natural disasters. You can get three months of food, delicious breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, and snacks, and you can't lose when you save $200 per kit at My Patriot Supply. Go to preparewithclayandbuck.com to grab this discount, $200 off. Preparewithclayandbuck.com, three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. Preparewithclayandbuck.com. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are rolling through the program here, Wednesday edition. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We are joined now by Representative Jim Banks, Congressman from Indiana's 3rd Congressional District, just announced that he is a Senate candidate. Uh, Jim, appreciate you giving us the time here. I know you've been a high-ranking member of the Republicans in the House for uh, a decent amount of time now. What was it for you that making the decision to run for the Senate was right for you and your family in the state of Indiana? Yeah, well, good to be with you. You know, I've, I've served in the House. I just started my fourth term. I've been the I've been the chairman of the largest conservative caucus. I've been on the front lines of fighting for the America First agenda over the last six years. I can't tell you how many times I've been so frustrated while we're fighting the fight in the House. I look over at the Senate, and I don't see enough of a fight. And uh, as, as Mike Braun, our current senator, announced he's running for governor of Indiana, it opened up the Senate seat. My wife and I prayed about it, talked to our friends and our family about it. We just feel like Indiana is a conservative state. Indiana conserves, deserves a conservative fighter in the Senate to fight for Hoosier families. And that's what I want to go do, shake it up. We need a new generation of conservative leaders in the Senate, and I want to be a part of it. Congress, Congressman, appreciate you being you being with us. You know, there was obviously a lot of back and forth with uh, uh, Kevin McCarthy and and trying to figure out who the Speaker of the House should be. And it seems that they've reached this accommodation. And from what I can tell so far, looks like things are off to a pretty good start, even for those who perhaps had been previously skeptical of McCarthy's leadership. There's some good things that are happening, some good votes that are ongoing is is that the right read? Uh, am I catching that the right way? And are you expecting more of that? Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I, I've I've told people every day since that uh, what happened on the floor, fifteen votes for Ke- uh, that led to Kevin McCarthy being speaker, had a lot less to do with Kevin McCarthy and a lot more to do with Nancy Pelosi. Republicans are unified in recognizing that we can't ever allow a speaker to have that much power again who abuses his or her power with the gavel in their hands that runs over the rest of us. And at the end of the, the 15 speaker votes, uh, that tumultuous week, the healthy outcome of it is that, that the rules changes that came out of it empowers rank and file members like me that come from places like Fort Wayne, Indiana, elected by my voters to go to Washington and serve them. I now have more power in my hands to offer amendments on the floor. I now have the ability to read a bill at least 72 hours before I'm supposed to vote on it. Uh, Those simple rules changes came out of the week. It empowers members, and it allows us to do what we're supposed to do, deliver on the promises that we made. And let me me, uh, finish by saying this. Last week, we we began uh, something last week that I think will be a legacy of this uh, Republican majority in the House. And one of the things I want to go to the go over to the Senate and focus on, too, and that's creating a select committee on China for the first time recognizing that China is our greatest threat economically, militarily, and we created a committee that's devoted uh, to to focusing on the threat and restoring America's strength to combat the threat of China. I see that fight going on in the House. I don't see it going on enough 
in the Senate, and that's why I want to go be a senator and, and focus on uh, what China is doing, their strategy to dominate America, change our way of life, and fight back against it. We need more fighters in the Senate doing that. Jim, one thing that you guys have already done in the House is ended the COVID shot mandate for military. And you are in the military yourself. You're a lieutenant Navy. How frustrating is it to you that anyone lost their job at all in the military over their refusal to get the COVID shot? Should those people get their jobs back now, potentially with back pay in your mind? And if so, how does that happen? Yeah, this is so important. Um, I served in Afghanistan. I wore the uniform. Uh, proudest moment in my life. I know, I know, um, you know what that means. So I, I and I'm going to lead the, I'm going to lead the subcommittee in the effort in the House of Representatives uh, on the Armed Services Committee that I serve to make sure that our troops, who were separated and punished for not taking a pol- highly politicized vaccine, that they get the opportunity to come back and wear the uniform again. So th- this Republican majority is devoted to that. I mean, ending the vaccine mandate was the first step. We saved something like. Uh, 60 something thousand plus troops that were being threatened with being separated for not taking the vaccine. But there are still several thousand. There are there are thousands of troops who were separated, who were punished. We got to give them a pathway uh, back to serve our country again. And on top of that, you look at the uh, all of the branches are way off their recruiting marks. And, and I think I think the vaccine mandate was a part of it. But I think a bigger part of it is wokeism in the military. And I've, I've tangled with General Milley, some of our top military officials uh, in the House Armed Services Committee hearing room uh, over this subject when the top uh, the top admiral in the United the CNO the top admiral in the United States Navy tells our troops to read books written by Ibram X Kendi that teaches them that America is evil and inherently racist which is actually the, the anti the anti-racist movement which is in and of itself very racist and anti-american um, that's that's not sustainable for our country and the recruitment numbers prove it how do we inspire the next generation to, to do what I did, uh, raise my right hand ra- and, and take an oath and say I'm going to serve and protect my country, maybe even pay the ultimate sacrifice when I go to Afghanistan to serve? How do we inspire the next generation to do that, that at the same time we're telling them that America is inherently racist, evil, and not worth dying for? That's not sustainable for our country. We've got to fight back against it. We're speaking to Congressman Jim Banks of Indiana. Uh, Congressman, one more for you here. U.S. is going to hit the national debt limit tomorrow. Is this going to turn into anything? What are your thoughts on on whether we should talk about this more, have a fight over it? You tell me. Yeah, we we it better turn into something uh, because we at, we're at a we're at a point where we don't have a choice. We we have to restore America's fiscal health, address a thirty two trillion dollar national debt, and let me tell you, I'm I'm running for the United States Senate because there are way too many. Republicans who are go along to get along that roll over in times like this. And, and we don't we can't roll over again. We have to in the House. We have the majority. We have to use it. We have to use the debt limit as a leverage point to restore fiscal responsibility in this country. But I don't see that fight enough in the Senate among a lot of my Republican uh, colleagues over there who are fighting back against massive spending bills and, and using the debt limit as a time of leverage. That's why I'm running for the Senate. Go to banksforsenate.com. Help me out. The establishment's already trying to find somebody to run against me. I've got a proven conservative, fiscal conservative track record. I I, I just believe strongly that we need more conservative fighters in the Senate, and that's why I'm running. Congressman Banks, appreciate you being with us, sir. Good luck to you, and we'll talk to you as this uh, Senate battle unfolds. Thank you. Have a good day. My friends, for those of us who cherish the thought of 
each unborn child being brought into this world, there is a battle going on day in and day out. Sadly, abortion continues at an alarming rate, despite the recent Supreme Court decision in many parts of this country. And now with the abortion pill accounting for over 50 percent of all abortions, which is sold on many local pharmacies, it's just becoming far too easy. The preborn pregnancy clinics continue to stand for the lives of the unborn by providing free ultrasounds to mothers considering abortion. This is a nationwide nonprofit organization dedicated to helping mothers make the right decision to give life to their unborn babies. Preborn does that by providing care, counseling, support, and free ultrasound treatments. Once a mother hears that heartbeat and sees that precious life growing inside her, she is twice as likely to choose life. But Preborn doesn't stop there. They provide counseling, diapers, baby clothes, and assistance for up to two years. This all happens with your donations. One ultrasound is just $28. Could you make that donation today? Could you make a bigger one, a leadership-level donation perhaps? Using your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Remember, these are tax-deductible donations, by the way, and your donations go toward saving babies' lives. From your cell phone, dial pound 250, say baby, or if you want to donate online, just go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. 100% of your tax-deductible donation will go toward saving babies' lives. Sponsored by Preborn. Don't miss a minute of Clay and Buck and get behind-the-scene access to special content for members only. Subscribe to CNB 24-7. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel to Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. 
If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. My friends, we wanted to talk to you here on Clay and Buck uh, for a few minutes with an update, or, or rather updates, on two crime stories uh, that we've been discussing with you on the show. The quadruple slaying in Idaho, or I'm sorry, in uh, Moscow, Idaho, um, and also the disappearance of this uh, mother, uh, Anna Walsh, from the Boston area. Uh, Clay, let's start with... This development now it's not confirmed by law enforcement, but one thing we've been talking about all along. This is about Brian, the Brian Koberger, who allegedly murdered four college students in Moscow, Idaho. I'm sure you all know the story. It's been a huge national story, horrific and and um, and, and very attention grabbing in the news cycles um, because of the brutality of these murders. Uh, that that Brian Koberger, you and I had assumed Clay all along. There had to be some connection to these four of some kind. That doesn't mean they were even aware of the connection, but in his mind that he would go after these four in this way. And now there is a report. Now, it's a source to People magazine that but the source claims that Brian Koberger directly messaged on Instagram. And this is very common practice. A lot of guys will try to ask a woman out or something randomly. They'll just reach out on Instagram. It happens all the time. Athletes, you know, professional athletes do it and etc. But he may have reached out to one of these uh, young women and was ignored. And he kept and this is, of course, when it gets creepy and even psychotic, kept reaching out, kept saying, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? What do you think, Clay? It doesn't surprise me at all. Um, and I have sons, so I'm glad that I do. But if I had daughters or I had granddaughters, I would be so nervous about what is being put up on Instagram all the time. Because I think it makes stalking, I think it makes harassment possible on a level that Maybe these 16, 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old girls aren't thinking about. But in his mind, if he had psychological issues, and I think based on many of the details coming out, this guy had many psychological issues, he could have convinced himself by just clicking on her profile and looking at what she was putting out there that they had some sort of relationship. Maybe when he's sending her messages and she's not responding He's getting angrier and angrier. We know the reports have been out there, Buck, that they could track his cell phone to within uh, close proximity to her home at least 12 different times. In some way, I think that social media can aid obsessions such as this. And I don't know that a lot of these girls sit around thinking about this when they're sharing pictures and videos of their friends, not just on Instagram, but on TikTok and other places <laughs> Make them private. Make them private, Buck. I I agree, and I would just say it is also possible here that he may have because on Instagram, if you don't know the person, and, and there's they definitely didn't know, they, you know, there was not so a far, connection. There hasn't been any report they knew. Of no at all. reporting of an actual connection, meaning they knew each other in any kind of a social sense or anything else. But it goes into the request folder, and along with a lot of spam and a lot of 
So it's also possible that he may have been sending, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? Messages that she didn't even see. And he just kept getting crazier and crazier. And she was entirely unaware that there was this crazy person. Again, I'm surmising, but based on this report, that is possible. Um, And then the other true crime story that we've talked about here. the nation, basically. uh, Another, you know, grisly murder uh, situation. This guy, Brian Walsh, who is uh, who is now has been we told we broke the news, I believe, on the show yesterday. Right. It was breaking news while we were on air, has been arrested for the murder of his wife, Anna Walsh. They still have not found her body, but they have found her bloody clothing. They found um, uh, a cl- uh, bloody clothing. I th- they, they have video of Brian Walsh buying cleaning solvents and things of that nature. $450 in cleaning products. And, yeah, all of a sudden had a really intense cleaning job that he had to do. But, Clay, the Google searches, we've mentioned some of them. He Google searched on his children's iPad, on his child's iPad, dismembering body with a hacksaw, cleaning up blood. Can you identify a body with broken teeth? I think this guy did it, Clay. I think it's pretty clear this guy was so, um, you know, monstrous that he was Googling how to commit the most sort of grisly murder cleanup thing imaginable. Did he not know that this stuff would be found? It's, it's, it's almost remarkable in the sloppiness of it. Yeah. I mean, what, what, I mean, it's just an awful story. I think we said yesterday they, they have the, the, he and his wife that it appears he killed have multiple kids. Yeah. And it's in a sort of coastal community in Boston where there's almost no crime. A lot like the Idaho one, right? I mean, there hadn't been a crime in Moscow in seven years, a murder. And suddenly you have this quadruple homicide. And also in this community uh, that is a bedroom community of Boston to have this also occurring. Um, you know, there's lots of evil in the world. And, and I would just reiterate again A lot of parents listen to this show. A lot of grandparents listen to this show. If you have daughters and granddaughters, they should not have public Instagram profiles. You should not be able to type in their name and go see a hundred different photos of they and their girlfriends and everything that they've been doing in their life. And by the way, if you're a 20-year-old girl, if you're in college and you're listening to us right now, it's not only about danger potentially from people out there that you don't know. Again, make it so you're only your friend group can see what is going on in your life. But also, even if it's not violent nature like this, you don't want all of the people that you're trying to get to hire you to be able to see every single thing that you're doing in your private life when you're in college. Because a lot of that stuff probably is not something that you Look, would want an employer to have access to. The truth is... Unless you'd be fine with your entire family seeing it, you shouldn't put it on the internet. That's really, you know, meaning unless, unless you be, look, that, you know, you can pick, that means you can post photos in, you know, bathing suits and having fun or whatever. But, you know, taking bong rips and some of the things that I see people posting on, you know, social media when they're, when they're young, when they're college age, it is not a good idea. Uh, I, so I, I agree with you, Clay. I, I would also just add to this. Uh, this is, this is this is all already confirmed that this guy Brian Walsh he googled 10 ways to dismember a body does baking soda make a body smell good 
And how long is someone missing before you can inherit? I mean, this guy basically Googled a confession letter is yeah. really what this is. So it sounds like he was trying to kill her for life insurance money, which would make some sense because he was also previously convicted of trying to sell a piece of artwork, uh, a Warhol, I think. I mean, his background, I was reading about this uh, yesterday evening to try to familiarize myself even more with this case. Um, The other thing out there, I would say, building on the way that these stories have been told, Buck, this is one of the dangers, I think, of this influencer community. I think that almost every pretty 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old girl thinks, oh, I'm going to be an influencer. I'm going to make a living on Instagram. You can't do that with a private profile. And so I think a lot of these girls, primarily girls, there are not that many guys who do it, they're trying to get as big of an audience as they can on Instagram. And a lot of that audience is not necessarily very desirable people, frankly. Um, so I think you just got to be careful. You got to talk to your kids and make them aware of some of the pratfalls and dangers that are out there they might not otherwise be thinking of because there are a lot of evil people out there. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.